In life's journey, we must seek to reflect, learn, and grow. Welcome to the Road to Rediscovery with your host, Aubrey Johnson. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Road to Rediscovery. I'm your host, Aubrey Johnson. The Road to Rediscovery is about reflecting on life lessons to learn and grow from them, and of course, pay it forward to uplift others who are struggling through dark times. My special guest is a producer and actor. Having encountered lots of barriers and struggles early in his career, he's developed a heart to help others pursuing a career in entertainment to prevent some of the obstacles he's had. He's raising his voice on Asian leads as an underrepresented minority in Hollywood and makes a strong statement with his recently released film, Some of Our Stallions, a dramatic, intense, and passionate film where he plays the lead. Ladies and gentlemen, let's please welcome Al D to the show. Hey, Al, how you doing, man? It's great to have you here. I'm doing good here. And uh, hello, American. I'm Al D. I come in with the peace. I mean you no harm. <laughs> he means no harm. In fact, he means help. Help uh, to give help, provide help, love and insight. Right, Aldi? <laughs> yes, love is all wrong. <laughs> Hey, How are you today, Adrian? Oh, I'm doing great, sir. Thank you so much. I'm doing fantastic. So uh, can you share with the listeners where you're from and uh, what was life your early days, like uh, growing up as a kid? What was life for Al growing up? I grew up in a small town near Beijing, China. Mm -hmm. I grew up and uh, when I was very young, my parents, they always go to Hong Kong. So every mm -hmm. time they go to Hong Kong, they bring a bunch of rock and roll, soul, blues, CD mm -hmm. to me. Because back then in mainland China, we don't have those stuff, you know. Mm -hmm. So suddenly, when, because I have this advantage, my parents go to Hong Kong a lot, brought me all these Western rock and roll, blues, jazz mm -hmm. records. Mm -hmm. So I started to learn about North American, I, I say Western culture, you know, I soak in with all this music. So that's mm -hmm. how I, that's basically my childhood, my youth with the Western music. I see. So that was an influence early mm -hmm. on um, that, that kind of inspired you to pursue a career in entertainment? Uh, no, no, no. Back then, it was just a hobby, you know, passion. I, okay, okay. Because I love, I, yeah, I, I never thought I, I would come to America to do all these things. I just listen to music all the time. I was obsessed with rock and roll, jazz, blues. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I got you. Mm -hmm. I got you. So um, let's fast forward a little bit. And uh, mm -hmm. at what point were you inspired to pursue a career in entertainment? Yeah, because I was a very good guitar player in, in, in China. So, yeah. but rock and roll is not from China. Rock and roll's hometown is, is American, right? Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I have to go to America to learn, to learn jazz. But at that moment, it's 2000, 2001, never one, never one just happened. So for us, very difficult to go, very difficult to, for us to, to study in America because of the visa. Mm -hmm. So I went to Vancouver, Canada to learn mm -hmm. music. But I understand even I'm so good, my skill, my technique, play guitar so good in Asia, but compared to all my Canadian American friends, classmates, I'm like nothing. So from that moment, I changed my, my major from mm -hmm. music study to music business and the movie business. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, another however, I, yeah, I, I love to make people laugh in my class. So some of my, so you have to remember all my classmates are study movie and music. So mm-hmm. we started this, uh, a lot of comedy group made me somehow in 2007, I become like an Asian comedian in, in, in Canada. Interesting. Yeah, I, I was in Rolling Stone magazine, CBC, all, all this big platform. But, uh, you know, in 2007, I was young. I hate people think I'm just a crazy, funny, you know, blah, blah, blah. I want people to take me seriously. So what is the right. best way for people to take me seriously? I need to get the best job in this business. So I got a job in Universal Music. Mm-hmm. That's how, that, that's my answer to your question. That's basically the moment I, be, I, I work for the music industry. The best yeah. record label in the world, Universal. Yes, yes. You know, it's it's interesting how um, just any facet of entertainment really opens the door. Uh, at least, you know, that was my experience. I, I, you know, I dabbled in music a little bit, but um, when you when you like have that little taste of entertainment, you know, where um, whether you're doing stand up at a comedy club or let's say you're doing an outdoor concert or something, um, it, it opened that that inter- that door of potential opens up to where, mm-hmm. you know, you, you, you see that the sky's the limit and anything mm-hmm. you want to explore, whether it's acting or producing or directing, or um, let's say you want to work with, um, you know, behind the camera with, uh, you know, equipment and so forth. Um, it's just a whole new world, man. And, and it seems like mm-hmm. that's, that, w- that was the case for you. Yeah. And, but in the beginning, I mean, it, you started, I mean, I mean, of course, for everybody's beginning is hard, right? Because yeah. there's the say in English, the first step always the hardest. Am I right? Yes, it is. First yeah. step's always the hardest. Can, it's the beginning. Can, yeah. Can I, share your, can I share your story? Yes, please. Yeah, I remember after I graduated from my music film school, I tried to get a job. So mm-hmm. I sent my resume to EMI. Warner Brother, uh, Sony back then, you know. And then I, I remember after a couple of months, nobody replied me. So one day I was sit by the Pacific Ocean on the bench. I was I had tears on my face because mm. I feel like I'm a fucking oh sorry. because I feel like because I feel like oh I'm nothing I'm useless. Nobody oh. hired me for a job. Yeah, yeah, but uh, after half. A, other than I'm a very lucky, I got the very lowest job. I got the lower, lowest level job at Universal. Right. Other than, but, but after this, this is the part very important I must say. So after another few months later, suddenly I found out EMI, EMI closed the West, West Coast oh, branch. Wow, really? Uh, yeah, other than Sony BMG laid off so many people. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I really want to say this to the listener. Sometimes if you feel like your life is worthless, you feel life is nothing, you are a failure. It's not. It's just the industry changing. It's, it's really not your fault. It's just the industry, the whole environment problem. So hanging on. Don't, don't, don't feel too hard on yourself. Keep your head up. I tell you what, Al, thank you so much for sharing that for the listeners, man. I mean, that... Those are words to the wise, for sure. 
Um, and those are very profound words and they're inspiring. I want to thank you for that because um, that is the case, you know, and uh, as you learned in this example, you were not given that job for a reason <laughs> and, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that reason really protected you for, from something happen, happening, you know, like, let's say you did get the job and then a month or two later, EMI, you know, they, they go belly up. They're, they're, they're no, you know, they're no longer in business and then you're out of a job. Right. Mm -hmm, I mean, mm -hmm. I'd rather, I'd rather be turned down for a job and then the business, you know, um, you know, goes out of business than to get the job only Mm -hmm. to be jobless again when the company goes out of business. So, um, and, and, and that, that shows us that it builds our strength, right? It makes us stronger Mm -hmm. when we have to go through those types of setbacks. A lot of the setbacks are really Mm -hmm. setups, right? They're setups to set Mm -hmm. you up for success in another direction. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I totally agree with your side. Oh man, that that's a great story. I appreciate you sharing that with us, Al. So, um, you know, and and that that's a great segue into my next question here. Talking about the early days, your early days in entertainment, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure you had a tough tough time making a name for yourself. Yeah, I done my first job. I mean, with, mm-hmm. with all the tools, it's, it was the lowest low lowest level job at the Universal. Yes. It's, uh, yeah, back then there's a department. I think now there's no more that department. The yeah. department called straight team. Yes. Yeah, so my job basically is once there's a concert coming to Vancouver, my job is to go to all the cool store, mm-hmm. also on the street to, to, you know, to, to, to attach all the posters on the wall Mm-hmm. To put flyers in the stores. That back then, that was the job. Wow, that was a job. <laughs> yeah, and then once there's oh. a, let, let's just, let's just say who's with the Universal back then. Let's let's just say Fallout Boy. Fallout Boy released the album. Yeah, my job, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, my job also is to go to the street, put their poster on the street, and mm-hmm. then leave all the flyers in the other stores. Really. Yeah, that's my that's that used wow. to be my first job. Now you know I, I I can I can see now why you know and how that is the 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 lowest job of the whole structure for you know that company, um, you know and and but at the same time I do understand that you know everyone's different everyone has a different you know career aspirations. Uh, you know, um, there's different types of work that different people like, and and you can have the lowest job but still have a happy life. Okay, yeah. it's, uh, it's funny you mentioned this because you know back then I was 24. Yeah. So I don't I don't expect I don't expect to pay a lot of salary because you right. when I work for Universal I got all the free CD DVD for me that was like oh <laughs> all those you know all the free music that that was very happy actually. Oh yeah, free. that's price. Yeah, free concert ticket. Yeah, concert tickets, CDs, all that stuff, man. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's priceless, especially when you're young, right? Because yeah, when you're young, it's all about going to concerts and listening to music, and 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 here you have free music right at your disposal, mm-hmm. you know. So mm-hmm. um, so even in those times, right? Um, 
I'm sure you had good and bad days, but let me ask you this. Um, think about a day that you've came home mm-hmm. early in that part of your career after having a very, very bad day. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh my, yeah. What was it and how did you pick up yourself, dust yourself off, and keep moving forward. So, so funny, I'm totally not prepared for this question, but however, the bad memory always stick in me. Oh. So yeah. it's funny, so after I, work, after I work my way up with Universal, I mm-hmm. become the publicist of Universal, Universal Music. Publicist, okay. Yeah, in one year, in one year, I become a publicist. That's in why I know. All, yeah, because oh my uni, yeah, because uni, that's why I know publicist's job is very hard. Yeah. I remember once I was working, I was doing, I was arranging interview for Adam. What's the guy's name? For like the front frontman of Maroon Five. Uh, uh, Maroon Five. Uh, um, you mean Adam? Adam? Uh, Adam Levine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy. Yeah. So, for some reason, I remember because I was new. I, I just become publicist. Mm-hmm. I think I, 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 my memory is a little bit weak, but I think neither I, I, I set up the time because I set up the wrong time. Mm-hmm. All the all the interview, all the media price is wrong. But you you, you shouldn't you know memory five back to, two thousand seven. He already the one of the biggest the band in the world so mm. the record label very scared ah, ah. so i remember my, my boss was very angry my boss never angry with me mm. so i made one mistake mm-hmm. when i was arranging interview for adam so he was very angry i was oh. so i remember once i walk out from the office i feel like a piece of garbage you know? mm. and then i was like oh i'm going to get fired oh i, I messed up with the, the maroon five yeah, I feel like, mm-hmm. yeah, I was like, oh, how does this happen? So I was very guilty because actually it was my fault. But back then I have to find all the excuses to, yeah. to, to, make, to make me look good. It's like, oh, not just my fault. It's also media's fault. I, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. But those moments made me feel like I, I, I will never put my, I will never make a mistake again. Mm-hmm. I will do a better job. I don't want my boss mm-hmm. uh, angry with me. Yeah, I got you. Because when my when my boss angry with me, all my colleagues know, because the boss is yelling at me, right? Yes. Yelling, screaming. Yeah, it was a very humiliation in the office. Your boss mm-hmm. angry with you. It's like oh, so mm-hmm. so shame. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So so I guess what what kept you moving forward in in that case there is um, just letting the past be the past, right? And not let the past uh, affect your, 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 your mood or your emotions, um, you know, to move forward because you, you, you already committed yeah. that you weren't going to make this mistake again, right? And, yeah. and, and so you just left the past behind you so that you can move forward? Yeah, and the, also there's another time. So after mm-hmm. Universal Music, I... I work for Live Nation. Live Nation is the biggest concert company. Okay. I remember I was doing show for this band, rock and roll band from the West Coast called the Eels, like the okay. fish, yeah. Eels. Yeah. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. So, but, yeah, I mean, in the beginning, the first year I was, I was unbeatable. Everything happening great. Second year, great. Other than I, I was, I still young. Also, uh, other than I become, how do you say the word? I become more, not snobby. I become more proud, proud of myself. Oh, because very, once you become very cocky, once, arrogant. You knew you were good. Yeah, yeah, arrogant, arrogant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah once I become arrogant. Of course, mistake happen. So I remember I did this two show, back to back show for years in two cities. Mm-hmm. So for technical issue, the first show was great, but because they did back to back show, right? There's yeah. Also, it was a long travel, so the second show canceled. Mm-hmm. I remember the band was so sad. Also, because when the concert canceled, you have to refund all the ticket to the. You have to right. refund all the ticket for the right. people. Yep. You know, you lose so much money to the venue. Mm-hmm. Also, mm-hmm. the media laugh at you. People, my competitor laugh laugh at me. It was a very sad moment, yeah. and not just sad for me, sad for my team. Yeah. But those yeah. moments made me just have to be humble all the time. Don't 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 party too much. When there's a big big event, really don't party, don't drink. So. Gotcha. Yeah, you're you're so being think, professional. Yeah, I mean, really, I think all this shitty moment made yeah. me becomes more professional because I don't want people laugh at me. Right, but it also taught you humility, right? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So that's that's a big lesson, and it sounds like mm-hmm. humility played a significant role in your life, especially in that event that that happened. Mm-hmm. It, it helps you kind of mature and. And 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 like adjust your perspective on mm-hmm. your career, your life, interacting with other people, um, mm-hmm. those sorts of things. So, uh, man, that's awesome. Uh, now, Al, mm-hmm. I want to talk about your latest film, Some of Our Stallions. Um, mm-hmm. Let me tell you something, man. I read the synopsis on the storyline and the characters here. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> and there were several words that. I could not shake out of my head after reading the synopsis. Several words. Mm-hmm. You want to hear them? Yes. All right. Please. The words that kept ringing through my head were tenuous grasp on sanity. My mm-hmm. goodness, man. Now, the <laughs> listeners are probably wondering, what in the world is Aubrey talking about? <laughs> Can you yeah. give the listeners a glimpse into the film and, and just tell them a little bit of, of what it's about? Movie about two best friends, one American, one Chinese. It's like a rush hour. It's like a Shanghai Moon rush hour movie, yeah. but without without like rush hour. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like a rush hour without the kung fu fighting. Okay. And the two, yeah, uh, two two best friends they met in the mental mental illness hospital. Mm-hmm. They become a very good friend, and then once they come out, they feel like. They, they feel empty in their life. So they figured out because they don't have love in their life. Right. So they went on this journey to looking for love. Mm-hmm. That's basically the, without giving too much information, yes. that's the movie about. Yeah. Oh, that man, that's great. But, Thank you. Yeah, but they are, they are not too normal. That's why a lot of, a lot of drama happened in this movie. But with yeah. the, with but all this drama without compassion, without love, without brotherhood, mm. uh, without friendship. Yes. Know? So it, it's not like making fun of people. It's really about 
brotherhood and friendship. Brotherhood and friendship. No, that makes sense. Yeah. And, uh, and, and like I mentioned in the intro earlier, you know, mm-hmm. intense and passionate, you know, um, I, I mm-hmm. think are very, um, they're very uh, poignant, um, uh, very poignant descriptive words uh, that, mm. that, that, that depicts this movie, you know? So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, the, uh, thank you for sharing a glimpse into what the film is about, man. Now, um, you play, you play a character or you play Andy, is that correct? Yes, I play Andy. Okay. Okay, great. Yeah. So, um, without giving anything away, <laughs> um, do you see any parallels or similarities between Andy's journey in the film and let's say your journey? Yes, it's, uh, I'm, I'm also looking for love. You know, okay. all okay. the time I'm on the journey Good. looking for love. And uh, yes. sometimes I hard get a break, you know, but I still uh-huh. brave, I still looking for love. Yeah. This is the thing. Sometimes some journalists take uh, misunderstand our movie title. Some mm-hmm. of our stylings, they think, oh, the movie title is too, how do you say the English word, Mas- masculine? Yeah, like masculine. a very male, mm-hmm. mas- masculine. No, it's yeah. totally not. Uh, stylings also means the people don't fit in. So the people who don't fit in, people want to be themselves. Like a well, 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 the house. This movie is very about well, the house looking for love, but respect love. Yeah. Understood. Understood. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and is that, are those similarities what drew you to this character? What was it about Andy that drew you? Truth to be told, we make, when we're making this movie, I was in a very difficult love life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so for some reason, the woman, the woman I was dating back then, one day she treated me very good. After another couple of weeks, she treated me like a piece of garbage. And mm-hmm. then, you know, it's become a circle. Mm-hmm. And then, but I was just, all my friends are like, oh, she's worse, don't date her. But, you know, back then I was just dating her. Suddenly, also I have, you know, I have, so once I got this script from Carson Mel, the director, the director and the writer, I feel like, oh, this movie can, can release my, can release my deprice. Because as an actor, you can see so many lines Mm. in the movie to deprive, to, to, to express your feeling, to express. Mm. Your your misery, but in misery. in the real life, I can't I can't do that. If in real life I express my misery, I express my anger, my depression. You have to remember, I'm I'm like a producer in Hollywood, so right, people right. will people will think, oh, I'm a, I'm unstable. Oh, this all these emotional unstable, all these depressed people will not talk to me. Don't want to make a movie anymore with me. So in real life, everybody we all have to wear mask. We all we all have to be stable. But one, right? We can't really yeah. be crazy. Right. But one really this script is like, oh, I have a channel to release my, my sadness. So you can see, see my pa- pa- parallel of me and Andy. So Andy become my avatar to, to release my sadness of yeah. life, sadness of love. Yeah, yeah. No, he he's 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 like your avatar for sure, you know. And yeah, um, yeah. yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense in a channel. It was a channel for you mm-hmm. to release that. So, um, man, yeah. I find that tremendous, absolutely tremendous. And and like you said, um, two best friends that come out of a mental institution. Now, um, it, I feel over the past couple years, 
Um, I believe, you know, that mental illness is starting to get some long overdue attention, you know, mm-hmm. On, mm-hmm. on the realness of it. It's a real thing. And, uh, and I'll be honest with you real quick here, Al, um, you know, um, my, my, um, my mother's sister, my, my mm-hmm. aunt, um, mm-hmm. she, um, she committed suicide as a result of having a mental illness back in 1982. And in 1982, yeah. um, it wasn't a talked about thing. It was very taboo, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. And, and no one said much about it. And if they, and if you said much about it, then it's like, okay, well, they need to go into a, a hospital or a house, you know? And, and so, um, but, but no one wanted to, you know, uh, have a heart, a heart of compassion, right? And empathy for someone suffering through this uh, mental illness. And, uh, and it is a struggle, you know? Um, life, even without mental illness, is, it's already, life is already a struggle for us, right? To, to lead a meaningful and functional life. It's already hard. No one chooses, no one chooses to have mental illness in mm-hmm. lives. So my question to you is, what is the, without, again, without giving it away, and if it's too much and you don't want to answer, that's mm-hmm. okay too. Mm-hmm. But what is the film's core message to the viewers regarding mental illness? Because these, these guys yep. want to find love too, just like anyone mm-hmm. else. Can, can I ask you this question in a few minutes later? I want to talk to you, we'll talk about the, the mental, mental illness was taboo in America in 1982. Yes, please do. Absolutely. Yeah, this is why the Western country right now is with a very advanced countries because you guys talk about a mental illness, mm-hmm. depression, mm-hmm. all these things. So people mm-hmm. actually from Asia, we don't understand. We always, you know, a lot of people from Asia don't understand. Mm-hmm. How come mm-hmm. people live in America, such a great country, everybody's so rich? Uh, you know, th- th- you know, how come American people, so many people have a mental illness, always eat a pill? Oh, maybe American people <laughs> so to have so much spare time in their head. You know what I mean? So yeah, this is yeah. what the Asian people talk about. Yeah. They assume American people always have too much time in their head. So you guys have money, don't don't have to always work. So you guys bored. You guys bored. You guys have a mental illness. But mm. totally, but that was the reception from Asia. Right. But a lot of Asian people think of that. Yeah. But the, it's the thing. In Asia, with, with you know, media stuff, we don't have still a taboo here. So nobody talk about this. That's why everybody think, oh, we're all happy. We're all mentally strong. Oh, American people, blah, blah, blah. So right. it's not because... Because in here we all we all have so many, so many, so many, so many mental illness people. Yeah, yeah. Also, you look at Japan, right? Mm-hmm. The suicide mm-hmm. rate is huge. Yes, it is. Uh, yes. Yeah, suicide. Yeah. Also, last year I have a friend jump out. I have a friend jump out of one from the building, but nobody talk about all these things. Mm. Uh, yeah. So, which means American and also the European country talk about this. It's great. It's, it's, yeah. Don't be ashamed. It's, it's great to, to, yes. to, 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 to mention this, to emphasize this. I agree. I agree. And, and my, my, my aunt, who passed away in 1982 at that time here in the, in the U.S., very taboo. People didn't talk about it. If, 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 if she 
had this severe illness, if she didn't pass away in 1982 and had this severe illness today, it would get addressed and talked about and, you know, and mm-hmm. people would have a heart and compassion for her and, and, mm-hmm. and, and, and be there to help and assist and not just, you know, say, put that person away in a room uh, with padded mm-hmm. walls and lock the door, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. So, so I, I understand where you're coming from and where you're saying a hundred percent, my friend. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so, so sorry. Talk about that. What was the question again? I was. <laughs> oh no, no, that's okay. Yeah. Um, I, I was just wanting to know um, if, if regarding mental illness, if mm-hmm. the film had a core message to the viewers mm-hmm, on that. Yeah. So the message behind this movie, besides brotherhood, love, right, loyal, loyalty, lo- loyalty, friendship. Also means don't 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 get um, let me don't 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 get uh, don't think this 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 because stallions right stallions we, we yeah, refer yes. to, to to wild people I'm not going to say mental illness people I say wild wild people so right. they really just the people I mean they are normal maybe sometimes they are not normal but do not annoy do not annoy by them because mm-hmm. they are not normal than uh, normal as normal as you. Right. They are just a, a, another group of people just care about them. Do, do not laugh at them. Do not right. think they are, they, they, are, they are stupid, they are dangerous. You know? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so this movie, I mean, I'm going to say this movie has a very happy ending. I'm not going to say okay. too much, but this movie no. is a happy ending. <laughs> Okay, yeah. good. So, okay. yeah, no, that's... to let the people know what mental illness people also can have a happy ending story. Wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, and and, yeah. and that's uh, and I and I appreciate you sharing that with us without giving too much away, because mm-hmm. I want the listeners to check out this movie. I I want them to to check it out. Some of our stallions, and we'll talk more about how they can you know watch the film here in a little bit. But uh, what I wanted to chat about real quick, Al, is, um, you know, um, the fact that Asian leads are underrepresented in Hollywood. And, and, and you're, you're a strong advocate, um, you know, on, on this topic. Now, from what I see, kind of related to that, uh, the Film mm-hmm. Academy is slowly starting to recognize more people of color for you know, mm-hmm. Oscar nominations and winners and so forth. You know, it, it took a while and it's still a work in progress, but it's starting to happen. So mm-hmm. why do you think Asian leads are so underrepresented? And what can be done or what do you think needs to be done to turn that around? I think for a couple of reasons, because in the beginning, in the, in the Hollywood cinema history, the first the Asian lead was Bruce Lee, he's right. a fighter. Right. Other than we have a Jet Li, we have a yep. Jackie Chan. Mm-hmm. Anyways, it's all Kung Fu stars. So that's a leave an impression to Hollywood. All Asian people mm-hmm. can, can, can <laughs> all Asian actors should be Kung Fu stars, right? No, I, I got you, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. And then, you know, people, Always portray, especially Hollywood movie. Always, always have to portray Asian people like bankers, uh, like serious face. Yes. If yes. if you portray 
if you portray Asian people like other like like you know like my character in the movie, actually already some Asian people think, oh, why Asian people? You know, other ball movie like yeah, you know, American. There's what called knucklehead, right? Knucklehead. Knucklehead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because that's the thing. So like in Hollywood, people if people put Asian people in knucklehead mm. comedy, they're afraid uh, other people will offend. Will offend them. Mm-hmm. Back then, you know. But but yeah. now it's good. Now it's like Asian people in American have more confidence. It's like, oh, we can have good Asian people, we can have city Asian people, or we can have evil Asian people. So people, because it's really come from the confidence. Yes. If people have no confidence, if you do anything to me, I'm like, oh, why you talk this to me? Right. Now we, we, we have confidence. Now Asian people have a comedian. More, so many, not so many, but there's several very big Asian comedians in, in American TV shows right now. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Now, so I think slowly and slowly, more more Asian actors from different genre genre will Genres, show up. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely, yeah. man. And uh, and 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 you're starting to see. I mean, you know, Asian uh, actors and Asian um, Asians in the entertainment industry. You know, there's just as much flexibility for an Asian to be in a comedy movie versus an action movie um, versus a drama or mm-hmm. maybe maybe a scary or horror film, you know? So, mm-hmm. I, mean, Asian, I mean, Asians have the ability, just like anyone, to, 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 to act in either of those and not just be pigeonholed in kung fu movies yeah, mm-hmm. or pigeonholed in um, comedies and things like that. Um, yeah. yeah, so I, I, I appreciate you sharing that insight. Um, that insight. Can, uh, can I say one more thing about sure. this? Absolutely. Also, the, the, have you heard of this Asian female comedian called Aquafina? Yes, I have. Yeah. Um, Aquafina, yeah, I, 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 I heard of her online. Yeah, so she has, you know, it's very funny because she's on some on certain people's level, she's not beautiful, you know. But mm-hmm. she's a very successful Hollywood actress, comedian. So mm-hmm. I see on the website so many Asian people talk shit about her. It's like, oh, Hollywood always, Hollywood always love you put yeah. such look like you know they use the word very terrible word like ugly. Oh, Hollywood people love put ugly woman on on, on such a spot. <laughs> you know, to, to make to make to make people think, oh, Asian people look like this. You know, I'm just every time I read a, I read a, I, I read like a message. Yeah, really horrible. Mm-hmm. It's like where's yeah. That, that's why Akafina for me is really a hero because she doesn't be herself. She yes. rap. She's yes. a very good rapper. Yes, also, that's where I mean, I've heard of her from rapping. Um, and very yeah. talented, very talented man. Yeah, yeah. and 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 so, you know, I mean, I, I guess places you know like Hollywood, um, they they have. There's 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 too much of this there's too much of this societal expectation of yes mm-hmm. on TV they have to look beautiful they have to be six foot two and <laughs> 180 pounds and 
or you know have a nice build or a chiseled face a jaw structure and you know their hair has to be parted not a hair out of place and 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 you have to have six pack abs and all this stuff there's all these expectations you know and yeah. uh and 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 i wish i mean normal people don't look like this okay <laughs> <laughs> they, they really don't they don't look like yeah. this and so you know and and since normal people don't look like this why would why would these beautiful chiseled people be the only ones that hollywood yeah. have would 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 hire to 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 be an ordinary let's say soccer mom or to be an ordinary um, um, businessman on, on a television yeah. show, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah. Businessmen, ordinary businessmen, they don't, uh, you know, with a wife and kids, they don't have six pack abs. You know? <laughs> so, it's, 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 yeah. 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 I think that's uh, kind of funny, man. Um, but at the same time, <laughs> I have to I have to say I agree with you Aquafina is a hero because she is just out there um, doing what she does doing what she loves and 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 she's doing it freely and she doesn't care about how she looks she doesn't care about what people think as far as how she looks she her art is her talent right and, and yeah yeah very good at that yeah she's very mm -hmm. good at that so um, speaking of which um, as you know we're like 16 months since the, since the uh, start of this pandemic, right? Mm -hmm. and, um, over the past 16 months, there's been a lot of assaults of hate uh, directed at Asians uh, in the U.S. I can't speak for other countries, but mm -hmm. um, can, can you speak to how this has had an impact, if it has had an impact on you or your career during these past 16 months? Yeah, I mean, career, because I'm in music and the movie, both industry. Yeah. So both industry got hurt, severe damage, because you can't, you can't do tour anymore. Right. No concert, no festival, music festival. For movie, all the production shut down. Actually, mm -hmm. we made some of our stallions in 2019. We were supposed to make that movie out. Really? In 2020, yeah. Okay, okay, I got you, wow. Yeah, so, yeah, so also this movie, also my another movie, both movies delayed. That, mm -hmm. uh, you know, when movie delayed, which means you can't, you can't get your money back because you, you, you know, your money in the movie, like the investor's money, right? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so everybody does so stressed. But, but it's really last year, you have to do a lot of comparison. It's, oh, my life is struggling. I have no more income. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. uh, but other people, there's so many people doing worse. Oh, there sure are. Right? Yeah. yeah so we have to just, uh, I, I, feel, I feel bad that we have to compare to, to the people who, but back then it's like, oh, his life is more sadder, more miserable. But at a certain moment, especially last year, we have to do this. To, the reason we do this is because we feel grateful. We, we, we feel grateful what we have at this moment. Yes. Yes. Well, yeah. that's true. And it offers perspective, right? I mean, you know, yeah. I don't, I don't, I, I feel sad in my heart. Um, my yeah. heart is, uh, is, is sad when I think of people who have less than me, you know, or people mm -hmm. who are mm -hmm. in worse situations than me. But uh, yeah. at the same time, when I feel down about myself, um, and I have to understand that, hey, you know, there are people who are in worse situations than me, then that makes yeah. me feel like, okay, well, I guess I'm not as bad 
or as in bad shape as I think I am. You know. I wish my English is as good as you. So what you said is totally what I feel last year. Even now, I, even I now. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Man, that even now you said. Yeah, even now I still feel.、Uh, even now the life is still struggling. It's not like, ah,、uh, yeah. 2019 again. So I still every day, like certain hour, maybe in the evening I feel ah、oh, very lonely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, blah blah blah. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Thank you for sharing that. And 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 you know that took a lot for you to be vulnerable. And transparent to say to to make that statement, Al. So I really appreciate you、uh, being transparent and sharing that as far as how you feel. I mean,、uh, that's a tremendous statement to the listeners, especially the the listeners who are really struggling through dark times,、uh, you know, these days. So, so thank you for sharing that. I, I want to say one more thing to the listeners,、Absolutely. just to make everybody's life feel feel a little bit happier. I, I I'm not going to name drop, as a, as a, as far as I know, I, I even know a lot of several very big directors, movie directors.、Mm-hmm. They are in depression now. I can't I can't say the name because of course I can't. Sure, absolutely. But really, yeah, you feel like oh, they have so much money, they have multiple houses, they're so successful, but they really had hide themselves right now because they are depressed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because the that pandemic. Pandemic damage people not just financially, really also mentally, mentally. Yes. Yeah. It's not because、yes. they have money, they have success, they are happy. Really, they are all depressed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, money doesn't buy happiness entirely. It you know. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I I totally agree. All right. So Al, how can the listeners <laughs> connect with you and catch? Catch this、uh, this latest film, some of our stallions.、Uh, go, I think right now the best way is go Apple TV or go Amazon. You know, I I think the movie on a lot of platform, VOD is online streaming platform. So if they search、okay. some of our stallions, they can watch it. Fantastic! I, I will put those、yeah. instructions and maybe even a direct link in the episode show notes so the listeners can. Can access it directly from the podcast, and、uh, and and you know they can they can watch the movie, they can learn about、mm-hmm. you, and and maybe even connect with you if they have any questions, man. Oh,、mm-hmm. man, this has been awesome. I really really appreciate you coming on the show, man. I've really enjoyed our conversation. Thank you, but I have to say one more sentence to all the listeners. Yes, I have to say one more sentence.、Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I'm a big fan of Whitney Houston. She has a song、yeah. called "The Great, The Greatest Love." The, oh, the greatest love of all is love yourself. Do you remember that sentence? Oh yeah, I do. I do. Yeah, yeah.、Um, yeah. Really have to at this moment. The pandemic is still going on. Life is hard. Still, so many people have no income. Move back to the parents' home.、Mm-hmm. Uh, lost the girlfriend. No, 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 no life. But really, even one year's misery, two years' misery. But compared to your life, it's just it's just really one year misery, two years misery, maybe three years misery. But even three years misery is a cont- temporary. Yes. Yeah. Really, really fucking just to live, just、yes. to live. Uh, eventually, after you look back, 
you 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 are much stronger. So really focus on the future. Don't think about the past. Absolutely. No.、Uh, learning、yeah. to love, love yourself. yourself is the greatest love of all.、Oh, yeah, greatest song. That's exactly right, man.、Uh, thank you for sharing that with the listeners, and 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 I know those words will resonate and ring with them, man.、Uh, you know, as we、uh, as we close or get close to closing out here, Al, I'd like to go into a segment real quick. I like to call three for the road, and in three for the road,、cool. that's where I ask my guests three random yet thought provoking questions that I challenge you to answer in five words or less. So, what do you say? <laughs> You're up for it? Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. All right, fantastic. Oh yeah, and by the way, my questions are not cookie cutter. Okay, I don't ask the same、okay. questions for every guest. My questions、mm-hmm. are customized based off my guest's expertise and background. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So here we go.、Yes. Question number one for three for the road. I'm going to give you a scenario. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Here's a scenario. You've worked on set for ten straight hours, and you are starving. Everyone breaks for lunch, so what is your go-to food or snack? Hamburger. Nice. Double cheeseburger. Double, Double cheeseburger. cheeseburger. Nice, <laughs> nice. And what do you like on it? You like ketchup, mustard, pickle, tomato. Ketchup, ketchup is ketchup is very good, and onion, onion, ketchup, ketchup and ketchup, onion, tomato. Nice. Yeah.、Uh, love it. Love it. Fantastic, man! Thank you. All right, number two. Question number two. Where is your dream location that you would love to shoot a film? Oh my God! I want to shoot a movie in、uh, Hawaii. 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 Paradise. Hawaii, yes. Yeah.、Oh, nice. Hawaii.、Man. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's easy. That 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 that's an easy one there. I mean, in in Hawaii. I mean, who wouldn't want to go? Right. It's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Question number three to top us off for three for the road. What is your favorite movie quote? Let the passion to be. Let the passion to be your destiny. Let your passion From, be your best. No.、Uh, let your passion to be your destiny. Destiny. That、yeah. like a like a fate. Testing. Oh, oh testy! Yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. I got you. Okay, man.、Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I like that so, a lot. Yeah. So let the passion be our destiny. It's from the movie Great Expectations. Great expectations. Yeah. Let your passion yeah, be yeah. your destiny. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Man, Al, congratulations! You did great on three for the road. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was a little bit nervous.、Sorry. No, no, not at all, man. You did fantastic, Al. Once again, thank you so much for coming on the show, man. I, I really, really appreciate,、uh, really appreciate you. And hey, let's do this, okay? Can we stay in touch? I mean, I, I, I'd love to have you on the show like six or eight months later to yeah, give yeah. the fans an update on what's going on in your life. Yeah, yeah, of course. Also,、uh, are you on Instagram? Are you on I Instagram? I am. Okay, on I will. I will add your 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 your. This is your name on Instagram, right? On Instagram, I am at AJ Shark forty nine. Oh, maybe I will email you. I will email okay. you. Yeah, shoot me yeah, an email. I will email for this. Yeah, yeah, shoot me an email, and I'll give that to you for sure, man. All right. Well, Al, thank you, sir. Really appreciate it, and a big <laughs> thanks to all of you for checking in and listening. Now, just a quick reminder. 
just released this month, the Rediscover Roadmap Digital course is now available. This course shows you how to take an introspective approach to your personal development and growth and accountability by using the four pillars to personal growth. That's self-awareness, humility, gratitude, and service to others. For a free preview and to register for this course, visit roadtorediscovery.com slash course. That's road, the number two, rediscovery.com slash course. The Road to Rediscovery, it's part of a movement, a revolution. And guess what? You are now part of it. We're all roadies on this journey of life. And it sure feels good having you on the road with me. Thanks again for listening. We'll chat again soon. The Road to Rediscovery is an AJ Shark production.